This article is about denial as in, asserting that true factual, if proven or not, claims are not true or an action of declaring something to be untrue. The thing denied may be true or not but the denial I want to address is about denying the truth because of the mind's inability to accept the truth. This is not about hearing someone's story and not believing it, that's not denial, it's just a lack of information, proof or believability factors that lead to disbelief. So that would be disbelief, not denial. Denial could be something that happened in your life but your mind rejected it as it was deemed unsafe. Denial in this pretense may also mean something that happened to someone else and they are bringing solid proof and evidence-based experiences and stories that show it's true alongside proof from credible sources to support their claim but it's still not accepted and leads to being denied. True denial to me is also forgetfulness, an inability to recall the very thing that was significant in your life that could explain a lot of your problems but your mind has denied access to it. This is what led me to discovering the deeper implications of denial as a normal brain survival strategy. It is something we all do to some degree, who remembers what they had for lunch and breakfast yesterday or a week ago? Who remembers their child's birth in detail? Who recalls all of their scrapes, broken bones and run-ins with bullies, their parents scolding them and what they said to them? I was surprised to find all the things I had forgotten about. And what we forget, what we are not constantly reminded of every day, as in, you know you birthed a child because you are waking your kids up every morning to go to school, but what if you were never ever reminded of it ever again? If someone took your child at birth and nobody wanted to talk about it? Out of sight, out of mind, is the saying and that's true. I looked up on stories of women who forgot they had a baby and was surprised to find many such stories and even recorded on Instagram and TikTok of women who forgot they had a baby two hours ago, their husbands bringing the child from the nursery and they looked at them stunned asking whose kid that was, not recalling their birth. If you don't want to believe this is possible, you just found yourself in denial. This type of denial is based on your brain's natural survival techniques. When things seem difficult to accept, they tend to get rejected by the mind altogether. When fear and stress hormones are released in substantial amounts, the chemical released together with the activation of the nervous system and the fight-flight response, changes the way your memories are stored in your brain. It is even more so if you have experienced long-term repeated traumas and developed what some call complex post-traumatic stress, which is more than just post-trauma stress but a physiological and psychological change in your brain that limits the amount of stress you can manage. You can sometimes only tell by the way you manage loud sounds, screeching of children, the presence of people who talk loudly or are annoying, the presence of a man or anyone that may resemble your past abusers or a trauma setting, or other scenarios related to what reminds you of what hurt you. You also get triggered easy and it sometimes accelerates into losing your cool. You may not remember it but you can tell by the way you feel around certain people, because your subconscious will always remember it even if you cannot consciously recall any of that trauma. Your brain sends a warning signal the minute it deems you in danger or potential risk, this turns off your cognitive and critical thinking abilities as your nervous system sounds the silent alarm and prepares you for fight or flight. In many cases, you may even feel dizzy or near faint which is a common response in people who always auto-fainted when represented with abusive situations. It also is a defense strategy often for children who can't outrun or fight the abuser. Thank goodness for the internet, nowadays these truths are much easier to find as compared to the times I grew up in the 80s and 90s, when people hid all their bad deeds, medical records were only kept for 7 years and laws prevented you from accessing certain information. You know, you do need to know the truth to heal. 
If you don't know the truth, it will always be an open-ended question in the air, an elephant in the room. Nobody wants to talk about it and you don't even know where to start. I am in my 40s and I have been working through these things the past six years. I have researched, asked many questions, connected with police, social workers, organizations and detectives, some family and old friends from school, even my old priest from back when. I have meditated, connected with spirit, my own higher self, God and I have wandered into the Akashic Records to find answers on my journey next to all the other more 3D paths of research. I found many treasures and have helped many people already. I was all alone when I started out on this journey. There was nobody holding my hands, nobody admitting to nothing, nobody coming forward about what I remembered from my childhood and I was very confused until I realized how I was being manipulated by my own family for all this time, all the lies I was told and all the denial, they built a fake reality and praying every day that I would never recall anything. What a shitty life that must have been for them. But well deserved. I developed zero tolerance for denial for a while as I rediscovered my true feelings around all this. Anger and rage I had shoved away for decades, was deeply hidden within my subconscious mind, the cause of all my bad dreams and nightmares I suffered from since I was a child. The reason behind sleepless nights and insomnia, the reason behind my illnesses and my sensitivities to bullshit. I realized why I always felt so turned off and why I was afraid to open my mouth and show others who I was. When you try to speak up and are being shut down over and over again, eventually you stop doing it and you stop talking. If people don't want to hear what I have to say, why would I throw my pearls in front of swine? On occasion my inner warrior makes her appearance, telling me that I need to fight, that I have reason and a purpose for being here and that I need to share my knowledge and my wisdom. But Anseline doesn't understand why if nobody is listening. She wants to keep her knowledge and wisdom to herself, where it's safe to explore it and dive into it. Away from anyone's judgment. My gold shall not be tainted by your ignorance and impatience. It's funny to me that I had encountered so many people in my life that showed me over and over again that humanity was not ready to hear it. I mean if you already think you know better then what's the darn point? Right? I mean, what valuable thing can I share with you if you believe you are already there and have it all figured out? Right, nothing. I always loved to help people since I was young. I helped the poor, the unprotected, the discriminated, the kids that were excluded from a group and so on. I would always align with the weaker ones to help them and make them feel less alone and more special. I would constantly attract these people as well, people who had it hard in life, who struggled with their traumas and life circumstances, people who had disabilities and people who just were a bit different than the large norm or the bigger herd. The odd ones out, the quirky ones and the psychic ones. I was like a magnet for it. Your purpose is always present. You will find in your own past the reasons for your existence. I can list a couple good points that prove to me that I was meant to be a psychic, medium and healer, an author, an artist and a lover and protector of children and animals. Because all of these things were present throughout my childhood. And you know what, I forgot most of it. Denial? A little bit of denial was in there yes but also, I programmed myself not to remember. Now that is interesting isn't it? How can one program themselves to forget whole stories and situations from their own childhood? Your brain does what it thinks you want it to do. You can tell yourself what reality you want to live in and it will skip all kinds of stuff that is uncomfortable and difficult and won't fit into the reality you want. And that's because your subconscious prime prerogative is to keep you safe and also lead you back to comfort every time things become a bit uncomfortable. 
It's also why it's hard to let go of addictions. Addictions are about what we are comfortable with, and how it makes us feel. If it numbs bad feelings and brings us bliss and joy even for a few moments, we will keep repeating it as it feels comfortable. Even if it's unhealthy, risky, stupid, illogical and or illegal. It becomes a double whammy when it's also supported by what we observed growing up in our family dynamics or what we see the tribe around us participating in and that is why one of the best ways to change is to change what we see in our environment on a daily basis. Denial helps us to move on and create new realities. If we constantly recall the past traumas, would we be able to create a different, better life for ourselves? Probably not. So as much as it's important to know what you went through for your own healing and untangling from past karmic repercussions, being honest with yourself and validating your own experiences, accepting, surrendering and healing that leads eventually to a deep sense of forgiveness for yourself, your situations and other people, it is also important to let go eventually of the past to create your future in the now. It's not about forgetting it, it's about choosing a new life, a better way of being, reprogramming your mind, being aware of how your behavior was changed by your past experiences and how your family dynamic you grew up and influenced your thoughts about life and yourself, your feelings and your behavior. Being aware of how and why is half the battle, making a change is the other. If you think denial is best and just skip the first half, the second half will never take or lead to a life built on unstable building blocks. The new world we are building these days is one on the building blocks of awareness, also called awareness particles. Building life on the old building blocks will lead to the collapse of your structure one day when the universe's sledgehammer crosses you, letting you know it's time to do your inner work. You can do your outer work and your inner work the same time, but you will stumble and fall if you try to do only outer work and dismiss the inner work. Hey, take it from someone who has tried and done that. It bit me in the ass one day and I had built a great life, just not on the right building blocks. It all came tumbling down and I didn't even know what hit me because, you guessed it, I was deeply in denial. As time goes on, it becomes harder and harder to remember your past, you can't even recall what you had for lunch two days ago, so there. And especially if you haven't addressed a problem in decades, your awakening will be not so pretty. Every time my parents didn't agree with me I was being told that I will wake up one day, interestingly my wake-up call was their universe's sledgehammer on the head. Karma is a bitch on heels with ponytails. Over time I have learned to look at things more from a humorous place, humor often is used to hide insecurity and downplay the seriousness of a situation, sometimes used to speak up about something serious but not wanting to trigger people too much that we cloak in in humor. How human of us! Denial is not a river in Egypt but a word with deeper meanings and a way to skip things we don't want to believe in out of our perfect reality. River in Egypt, photo by Oziel Gomez from Pexels. Mm-hmm.